Welcome back, everyone, to another Monday YouTube live stream here at Slab Stocks. My name is Aaron, your host, joined by Nate. He's back again. Last week, we have Dave, Dave's cards in the house. This week, Nate is back. Nate, welcome back. Thank you. Felt weird missing a week, but here we are, back again. How's your finger doing? Pretty, uh, oh, wrong way. Pretty healed up. Oh. Yeah, I told everyone you almost chopped your finger off last week, so it's good to hear it's doing better. Uh, and yes, Dwayne, Bucks do have a very good shot to make the finals. Although if we lose to the Hawks and miss the finals, I think we'll be way more disappointed than losing to the Nets in seven games. Yup. Yup. I'd <laughs> rather lose to the Nets than lose to the Hawks in the finals because you beat, you beat the Nets. You don't expect to, even though obviously Harden wasn't healthy. Kyrie left what game three and, uh, well, Durant was just an animal the entire time. Durant's Durant is unbelievable. Yeah, he's, he's I, I just good. nothing about him makes sense. It's like you nah. put up shots that you have great defense on, and it just goes in. And you just like, well, I th I think the biggest key is just wear him down, right? Let him get his shot, like let him score. Well, not let him score, you know, but he's gonna score. Just wear yeah. him down though, because if make, uh, make him play, make tired. him play fifty four minutes or whatever it was. Yeah, exactly. I totally agree. All right, let's hop into today's discussion. So market dynamics is the touch point today. Just going to kind of go over a bunch of different stuff going on in the market right now. Um, no real one topic, just going to shoot a bunch of different stuff and y'all can discuss in the comments and um, we'll go from there. So first topic of discussion, this was on Instagram today, and it is the comparison of Prism Silver PSA 9 and Prism Silver PSA 10 of Trey Young. And the reason why I bring this up is because the Prism Silver PSA 10 has grown 92% in the last year, while the Prism Silver PSA 9 has dropped 6% in the last year. And that is a massive, massive difference. Um, you know, we've talked about PSA 9s for a long time and how they are definitely, you know, worth saving the money if you want to diversify your investments instead of just buying a 10 of a card. But it's gotten to the point to where I do think it has a lot to do with population now. Um, stuff that's really high pop, people can get a 10 because there's so many of them. You know, if it's a low pop nine, serial number nine, totally different story. But for a card like this, on the silver PSA nine has, has done drastically worse. Except if you do look at Luka Doncic, I don't have the graphic on the screen right now, but I did check it out. And his Prism Silver PSA, PSA nine is up like 30% in the last year and his 10 up like 60%. So definitely not as crazy of a difference. But at least here with Trey Young, uh, wild difference. It might be worth checking out the difference in PSA nines versus PSA tens for high population cards. And how they've been trending. Slabstacks Pro, by the way, for the data. We'll get more into Slabstacks Pro later. I'll talk more about that in a little bit. But Nate, I, I'm bringing you in on this one. Uh, Wander Franco called up for the Rays, playing tomorrow, first MLB game ever. Nate, we've been doing Slabstacks since Wander Franco has first card, well before that even. And uh, man, we're finally kind of seeing this through. You know, like the start of Wander Franco cards in May of 2019. When you pulled the purple auto for myself, all the way until now, um, it's been it's been a wild ride. But here he is; he's arrived, and people are going in, to say the least. At least on this PSA ten refractor auto four ninety nine that ended last night, almost sixty two hundred dollars in auction. Vladdy, the last Vlad auction for a refractor auto PSA ten ended at seventy one hundred. When Vlad made his debut back in two thousand nineteen in April. His refractor auto PSA 10 was worth around 1900 to 2000 I think I posted today. However, of course, a wildly different marketplace, much more money involved today, but still six grand to six grand. And Nate, any thoughts here? Um, well, for starters, Vlad is a triple crown candidate, triple, triple crown candidate, um, an MVP candidate. Absolutely obliterating the baseball, leading the tied with Shohei Otani for a lead league in home runs, right? And his card is less than a thousand dollars more expensive than Wander Franco, who amazing in triple A, didn't play in double A, amazing in triple A. It's not the majors. It's not the majors. And for this card to only be a thousand dollars more expensive than Wander's is bonkers to me. Um it's one of those things where I get I mean, I get the excitement. Right, he's the number one prospect in baseball, and people seem to think he's like the most sure thing there could ever be. Right, but how well do you have to play to go up from here? Because look how well Vlad is playing. Like you can't expect 
You can't expect Wander to come out of the gates and play like Vlad's playing. And there's only a $1,000 difference between these cards, despite the fact that Vlad is playing like an MVP candidate. And there's almost no chance that Wander plays like that. Nate, guess the the, get the guess the population report on the Vlad refractor out of PSA 10. Like how many PSA 10s are you? PSA 10s? Yeah. Um, 115. 50. 50? Yep. Now keep in mind, a lot of people are grading these with BGS, BGS. from 2016. A lot of people are saying the BGS, but still 50 out of like 115, I think it was. And I'm just looking up the, the Franco now. Keep in mind, like I was just mentioning, many more Wonder Franco autos would have been graded with PSA than Vlad because of the change in the grading company perception um, over time. And it's very hard to find prospect autographs on PSA's pop report. I don't know why, but oh, finally, finally got to it. There's just so many different Bowman sets. It's hard to actually get to the one you want to see. Mm-hmm. There are. Let's see here. Sorry, I wish I had this pulled up before the stream. Okay. There are 25, only 25 refractor autos of Wander PSA 10s of 65 graded. Wow. That is. But. Okay. So there's double the PSA 10s for Vlad, but that that's, that's not enough of a difference in well, my mind for a thousand dollar difference in price. Well, right, and and the cards numbered out four ninety nine, so it's like the same amount of cards. It's just where is it graded, is a difference too. I um, just want to check that out quick, but yeah, very very interesting to see. And Nate, we're gonna look at Vlad's uh, top, uh, Bowman Chrome Refractor out of PSA ten chart in a little bit. I think you're gonna your mind's gonna be blown a little bit on that one. Perfect, uh, but a little bit on Wander, real oh, quick. Sorry, you go back. Yeah, I, go I, ahead. Actually, I actually left the uh, the main screen there to to grab his stats real quick a real quick on wander is he did not play double a right he sat out all of last year and um in triple a this year after not playing last year really he was in the summer camp um and not playing above a ball before that point he has been unbelievable i mean so we're talking a 315 average a 367 on base and a 586 slugging in his first taste of triple a 6.8% walk rate, which is actually a little bit low, and 11.9% K rate, which is a little bit high compared to his career averages, but still a 7% walk and a 12% K rate for a dude in his first taste of AAA, along with a almost 1,000 slugging. Unbelievable. I do not think, you know, obviously anybody can struggle. Anybody can struggle. You watch Vlad. He struggled for a couple of years. Struggled. He was still above average, but he struggled. Uh, relative to his number one prospect pedigree. So anybody can struggle. Um, but considering how unbelievable he was against AAA without ever having experienced it before and without having experienced AA, I am really excited to watch him play. And I'm really excited for the Rays because, you know, they are a team that they haven't really had a star since Evan Longoria, or like a face of the franchise. Um, you know, Austin Meadows is nice, right? And uh, uh, Randy Rosarina, guys like that that pop up from time to time are nice. Um, and even Carl Crawford before that, it's been like Carl Crawford and Evan Longoria and then a bunch of like good, good players, but not stars. And now you can get Wander Franco to kind of mesh it all together. The face of that franchise, the superstar to lean on. And uh, I'm really, really, really excited for the Rays because this is this is what they need. You yeah. know, they have a lot of talented players, and now they have that one focal point to glue it all together, and I cannot wait to see where they go. And true, they've had plenty of star pitchers. I wasn't actually thinking about uh, pitchers in this in this moment because, you know, Clayton Kershaw is nice, but nobody's thinking about Clayton Kershaw as the glue to the Dodgers, right? It's going to be a Cody Bellinger or Corey Seager or somebody like that that plays every day. Really quick, uh, excuse me. What's up, Magic? What's up, Joel? What is up, Michael Brown? Welcome, everyone. Appreciate you all coming today for today's YouTube live discussion. Feel free to toss in your, your thoughts on all these different topics we're talking about. All right, this is courtesy of uh, Summertime Cards and Instagram. Our guy, Anthony, runs the Courtside Card Show down in Miami. He posted this on a story today. We're going to post this on Instagram tomorrow morning to get some discussion around this. This is back in April, so I just want you to keep in mind that this val- these values are not like valid today. I think a PSA 10 Blue Shimmer Lamello recently sold for around nine grand. So anyone that bought 
you know, the non-graded on the 11th for 12,800, not, not looking great right now in terms of the uh, short-term ROI. But the key here is to point out is the jersey number difference. When you get key cards of key players, as much as the eBay one-of-one seems annoying and everything, which it is, if it's like one of 99, 99 out of 99, all that stuff, that you can't deny that there's a premium between premium players, premium cards, and then the jersey number. And here we go, the two out of 35, Lamella Ball, Blue Shimmer, sold for 18,311 on April 18th compared to 12,800 for the non-jersey number on April 11th. So quite the big difference. That's like a 50% increase um, for the jersey number within a week. So just keep in mind, if you do have jersey numbers of premium cards of premium players, serial number cards, they can attract a lot more value. Don't sell yourself short on it, but be realistic if you've got like, I don't know, Tyler Scooball, you know, whatever his jersey number is, <laughs> out, of, out of 499 refractor auto, you're probably not going to get like plus 50% on that type of card. <laughs> you might not get plus anything, honestly. Yeah. Here we go, Nate. If I have a Wander Franco slabs and PWCC now ready to sell, should I do a longer bid window or shorter window? Meaning flash auction one uh, three day, no, they do one day, three day, or five day, or seven day. Nate, what would you do if you had like, let's say, either an auto nine five or maybe like a refractor nine five non auto something PSA ten? So say a Mojo PSA ten because I do have that. Sure. Um, man, I well for starters, I don't know. I'm, I've been torn myself. I'm like, man, I should probably sell my Mojo. It's like four hundred bucks. If he's really, really, really good, could it get to a thousand dollars? Maybe. If he's amazing, if he's absolutely amazing. Um, but do I want to take that bet? You know, if you can have four hundred dollars, highest it's been in a while. Some people are paying like four twenty. You know, I should probably sell. Now, the question of when I should sell, I don't know if I'd want to risk going past his first game. So if you put a seven game, a seven day auction out there, right? You are going to be, and you start tonight. It's going to be six days past um, when he comes up. I would probably do a one day auction, start it now, and wait for the call up to happen. Wait for the game to start, and there should be enough hype to boost that price a little bit higher. I I would think it's it's also interesting thinking. Is one day enough if it's a high end card? I don't know what types of cards uh, make it happen right here has, but you know if it is like a refractor out of nine five, one day auction a little risky. But you do have to remember, like what Nate said, when I think of one day auctions, it's like will enough people see that card within the day? Enough people see the card of Wander Franco ending within the yes. day? Like there's no worries I would say here on like the amount of eyeballs you'd have on that listing versus if it was a one day auction of Tarek Scooball. Right, since you brought him up earlier, there was a one-day auction of Tarek Scooball, who is pitching well. Um, no, that'd be insane. But if it's a guy that you know, you know, thousands of people will look up on eBay tomorrow, today, tomorrow, you'll get plenty of action. Yeah. Uh-oh, hype for Wander, but J Rod over Wander all day, every day. Jam twelve thirty-one. Thanks for that two-dollar super chat. Means a lot. Nate, J Rod over Wander. Yes or no? Quick answer here. New. I love, oh. don't get me wrong, I love J-Rod, but Wanders walks more than he strikes out. He steals a lot of bases. He hits a lot of extra base hits. He plays a premium defensive position. You don't get much better than that. Yep. I would have to agree, although J-Rod is pretty sick. All right, just a quick Slab Stocks Pro update. Over the last day, these are cards that have sold in the last day eBay auctions that we're tracking in Slab Stocks Pro. One per sport here. And our top five trenders were Trey Young, his select tie-dye rookie PSA 9 hasn't sold in quite some time. And that thing converted at $1,800 on an eBay auction, which is good for a 314% rise from the previous sale. And then we got a Wander Franco, 6189 That was actually the card we just covered a couple you know, minutes ago, that one's up 205% from the previous refractor auto PSA 10 sale, which is pretty massive. But like we said, 25 population, one hasn't sold in quite some time. Uh, looks like someone really wanted Aaron Rodgers hollow PSA 9 as that thing's up 130%. And 
and then probably hasn't had a sale of that specific grade for a while as well. And then that tie-dye Ronaldo PSA 10 out of 30, that's up 72% in like a couple of weeks, I want to say. There was one that ended around 25 to 3,000, and that one just sold over 4,000 last night. And then Cal McCarr, uh, Young Guns for the Colorado Al- Avalanche, who got eliminated this year, who I kind of wanted to advance, sold for $409. So now at this point in the live stream, we're going to hop over to – Slab Stocks Pro and check out our dashboard for today. Anyone that has a Slab Stocks Pro account, I want to sincerely thank you all for using the website, for signing up, for looking into the platform. Um, it's been a very fun launch so far to so the pre-registration list. If you are looking to get onto the Slab Stocks Pro platform, please go to slabstocks.com. Hit the Slab Stocks Pro tab. Scroll down the page and put in your email. I'm just going to show you all right now so you see exactly what I'm talking about. If you go to slabstocks.com, Nate, can you see the tab I'm on or no? You cannot. Uh, I can see slabsocks.com. You you can see. Oh, yeah. that's 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 slabsocks. Yeah. Devin Booker, Devin Booker. Yeah, yeah, that's slabsocks <laughs> pro. I want to show just how you can get onto the platform right now. So go to slabsocks.com, <laughs> hit the slabsocks pro tab at the very top of the screen. You'll see some nice graphics and mock-ups of the site. Although it is live right now for all pre-registrant first access users, if you scroll on the page. Y'all can put in your email right here, click pre-register, get an email invite, and then y'all can join the platform. So we'll go back to that. We'll go back to that dashboard page because we're going to talk about, as you might have seen on the uh, thumbnail for today, Devin Booker and Wander Franco, as we already talked about uh, Wander Franco. But we're going to start with this lag card, which is neither of the two. And we'll end with Devin Booker because I want to show Nate... The massive steal that someone got. Look at this. October, books. October 25th. I am like 99% sure that is legit. I went and looked. This is right when the baseball market dipped hard after the season last year. Remember that, Nate? Vlad didn't play well. The season ends and the market dips hard because the last sale before that was all the way back in July. Dipped to 675. Most recent sale, as we showed, was 7,099. It's a steal of a lifetime. Is that insane? That is just incredible. And even if you were the one to convert at $2,000 here or there, uh, you should be very happy with yourself. That's an insane rise on that hey, card. As, as the thing I live by is if I'm making profit, just don't look back. If hey, you buy something it? for 500 and you can sell it for 1000 but you sell it quick for 750 and take that 250 and put it into something else, good to go. Until you have the car that could have been eight thousand or so. Well, yeah, but hopefully you kept <laughs> I, moving that money along. I know I'm just messing around because I have the same take on on the market and everything. All right, we're gonna bounce now to this non-auto PSA ten because Nate, this trend I would say was not a thing ever before. This is the non-auto refractor at four ninety four ninety nine PSA ten trend over the last year for Wanda Franco, and this card was four hundred fifteen dollars last June. Pretty pretty steady throughout all of last year when he wasn't playing, and then you get into March and jumped up to fourteen, and now it's up to six or sixteen hundred after a couple of buy it nows today after the call up or yesterday, actually today after the call up, and I remember like so long ago talking about the non auto Bowman Chrome market how it might actually become a thing in the color market and all that stuff. I think we are finally at the point to where you look at Topps flagship and non numbered parallels out of that. And those used to be worth a ton, and now they're not worth as much. And then you look at Bowman Chrome serial numbered stuff. Like, uh, Nate, is is it insane to you to see how much this stuff has gained traction over the last year? I think, I think you nailed the. Well, I think it's twofold. I think people really like Chrome products, Prism, you know, Optic, uh, Tops Chrome, Bowman Chrome, and I think you net, hit, nailed, hit the nail on the head in that you will look at Tops flagship all over the place and it is tanking. Um, and also I feel like Tops heritage is tanking a little bit too, but I don't know if I can actually back that up with stats or not. Um, but I would tend to agree that I think people are probably moving their money from these other paper products into Chrome products and delving deeper into Bowman Chrome. Cause Bowman Chrome used to be really niche, yeah. right? A small group of dedicated people instead of a large group of, 
still dedicated, but maybe less dedicated people. Like the people that came into the hobby and just wanted money and didn't really care about cards, they're probably getting into, you know, prism basketball, that type of stuff, because it was hot and they never once heard about like Bowman Chrome um, for baseball or they jump into top flagship. And now I think you're seeing people shift that really like the hobby and are staying in trying to dive deeper and diving deeper into my favorite thing in the hobby by far by like, like here is Bowman Chrome and here is literally everything else off the screen. Um, and I love seeing it because I think the, the non-auto cards, just like I know the autos are on cards, so it's a little different than prism, which are sticker, but you know, prism is always so hot for, uh, colored cards. And, uh, I'm excited to see that happen with Bowman. Yeah, I agree. This is a good good question from Sean. Any chance you could implement a currency converter in Slabsex Pro in the future would help for Euro Canadian Australian users? That's a great point. Um, I I think we can do it. I it won't be for a bit, but I think we can look into and do that. I know it'll be kind of hard though, given that the you know exchange rate slides daily. So we I think we could potentially do if we can link it to like a you know, Google converter and stuff, but that'd be really, really neat. So we should look into that. And uh, Peg Junk, hey, thank you so much. I'm glad you were in the breaks and uh, grabbed a shirt. That's very nice of you. I remember shipping out your your package and I uh, really appreciate you joining. Um, <laughs> Michael Brown called the cops. There's been a robbery in that Vlad Jr. that sold for 600. Hey, uh, before you answer Michael Brown's question, I'm going to I'm gonna cover this one. Magic says, Nate, are you saying sell Vlad NNO? Oh. Now, this is a short print. Um, I don't have the PSA pop reports on me right now, but there are so many of these out there for being a quote-unquote short print. Um, Aaron, if you're really good at this, could you pull that number up real quick? I'm already, already doing it. You beast. Um, and myself, personally, I didn't have any PSA 10s, um, but I did sell mine. I had four. I had pulled them from various Tops blaster boxes a long time ago, and I even bought one from a card show for $5. I bought a, a Wander Franco base and a Vlad base at the same card show two years ago for 5 bucks each, and a Mark Luciano base for 2 bucks. So a good $12 spent, if you ask me. But uh, I sold mine. I would rather take that money, however much you get, and move it into colored um, of Vlad. If you can, I know color is really expensive, but I would rather have one refractor numbered to 499 or one gold numbered to 2019 um, than I would a short print. Aaron, do you have those numbers? Yep, I do. So PSA 10 on that Vlad is 3,938 of 7,950 about total graded. PSA is around 3,270. So like, you know, not an easy card to grade, but there's also almost 4,000 total, which is yeah. a lot. And whereas you can't, you know, there's only 2019 goals, right? And I, yeah. of course, it's Tops Update. It's Tops Update, which is a little weirder than normal because he has his top series two short print and then it's Tops Update. Um, and if you look at like Ronald Lacuna against Juan Soto, Ronald Lacuna's Tops Update gold PSA 10 is like $2,000 and Juan Soto's is $3,000, probably because Ronald Lacuna has the bat down and the Tops Chrome and the Tops Chrome update, whereas Juan Soto only has Tops Update and Tops Chrome. And Vlad is in the same situation, but still, I would rather have the Update Gold 2019 as opposed to the NNO. Yep. All right. Here, I want to share this, Nate, because this is interesting. And this is going to be a baseball thing again, but doesn't have to be baseball specific for your, you know, theories and where you apply this. I looked this up the other day because I was curious. Yeah, I'm going to look at the refractor. I think the PSA 10 that is. Then let's say, well, that should be a PSA 10 and then the tops update Acuna PSA 10. This is going to be quite something to look at. Oh, shoot. I grabbed the wrong one. I grabbed the Chrome. So <laughs> you used to type in Ronaldo. Did you see that? <laughs> it autocorrected to Ronaldo? Yeah. I think the screen share is slowing this thing down a little bit. It should not. All right, we're gonna restart this. We're gonna restart this the head to head. Okay. Um, while you're doing that, I'll cover a couple of these comments. Yeah. Uh, gone. 
Supreme. I don't know. Bowman Chrome Autos, even non-serial numbered, will always reign king in the hobby. And uh, you're not wrong, at least for me. I am uh, a big fan of Bowman Chrome Autos. Always have been. Always will be. But I do think there is a nice segment of people that are going to really care about Bowman Chrome non-autos. And I think you can have both. But obviously, autos will always carry a premium uh, there. Oh, Aaron, quick question for you. Yeah. If you were going to buy a Kevin Alcantara Mojo and a yellow sold for around $50 shipped, how much would you pay for a gold? Yellow's number to 75, gold's number to 50. Probably like or double for sure. Well, I don't know. I don't know the market that well for the specific stuff. So it'd be hard for me to actually say without giving a miss, you know, wrong answer, I guess. All I know is I'd way rather have the gold, I suppose. Is that fair? Yeah, I would just. I had an offer for a. I had offered to do eighty-five. He countered with a hundred, which was basically double. But I, I was like, ah, I'm not feeling. I don't right. know if I'm feeling a hundred bucks. Um, I feel like there's one more thing I saw. I'm but almost there. So we have to cover Michael Brown's. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna get to that one too. Here, I just had to re-pull up Slapsex Pro. Okay. My new browser quay. Um. Ooh, this is fun. I opened fit up 57 packs of Bowman Value Packs yesterday. Four autos, three chrome Awesome Martins, and four chrome Blaze Jordans, one red refractor of Maximo Acosta. So I'd say buy value packs. Goodness gracious. He got a red of Maximo Acosta out of value packs. That's insane. Out of five? Out of five. That pays all right. for all 57 packs right there, let alone the four autos, the three chrome Aston Martins, and the four chrome Blaze Jordans. That's insane. We're finally here. In a little bit, I, th I think the, the broadcast with the screen share slowing it down a little bit. It was not nearly this slow earlier, right before going live. But check this out. So this is the update PSA 10 base Acuna. I shouldn't have switched the time filter. It's just going to make it even slower. Um, the update base Acuna PSA 10 versus the 2018 Bowman Chrome Refractor Rookie uh, 499 PSA 10. And if you look here, before the season on the 24th, these were virtually worth the exact same. And as the season started, now there is a small gap here that needs to be filled in in our database. But imagine that this just kind of ticked down a little bit down to here where it's updated now down to 138 for a base PSA 10. And the Acuna Bowman Chrome Refractor jumped up to over 900. So just showing how the switch has kind of happened, focusing in on serial numbered big sets, even if it is rookie cards from Bowman Chrome that people used to not care about at all. Um, you know, a pop 17,000 versus a refractor, uh, 499, big difference. Nick, can you still hear me? Yeah. All right. Uh, Michael Brown, thank you for that super chat. I noticed that. And here's the answer to your question. Can you walk us through slab request feature on slab Sex pro, especially adding a photo? Do you want scans or can I just use a photo from my Instagram? So great question. This is a slab request feature where, uh, we're leveraging our users to, you know, suggest to us what they want to see in our database and we will add it. Um, there is quite a bit of requests we're working through right now. It is a little time consuming and we are, you know, trying to effectively do everything we can at the same time right now. So it will, might be a little bit before we get to your request, but we do employ you to submit one as we will do our best to add it, given it kind of hits our criteria to, to make the database. And you basically just walk through this checklist. So enter the sport if it's, you know, Ronald Acuna card, baseball, player name, Ronald Acuna, year 2018 if it's a rookie card of his brand that's where you'd put tops update or top series two or bowman chrome or tops heritage card number whatever the card number is on the back of the card in the sets wow that was not supposed to pop up <laughs> you see and then we got the rookie card yes or no we have the variation where you choose the parallel so obviously rookie card yes or no it's self-explanatory but the variation you this is parallel or short print or whatever you think and then the grade psa 9 psa 10 bgs 95 bgs 9 and then you choose an image file and when you're choosing the image file um i want you all if if you could now we will do this ourselves if you don't you can submit just from instagram and that'll at least show us what card you're talking about but a flat scan where it's cropped around the card exactly as it appears on the website for all the other cards so if you go to the dashboard um you'll see this booker you know, it's very cropped around the card. Same with the, the Franco. That's exactly the image of popular on the website. And we'll be doing that for all the slide requests ourselves if, if you all don't do that. So it's not the end of the world. I'm really just filling it out with the correct card uh, criteria is the most important. So we know what card you're talking about. 
Okay, is there a couple other questions to get to in here before we keep moving on? Here um, we go. Car- Carlos had one a while ago. Sorry, Carlos. I, I saw us earlier. Hey, guys, how do you see soccer nowadays? I see soccer as still a great buy. I mean, I know I actively have been buying and selling it. I'm saving up right now for another big card I'm trying to get. Um, but I just love – I mean, I love the game. I've been watching so much of the Euro every day. You know, I, I loved when I was on at 8 a.m., I just kind of wake up, start working, and have the soccer games on. It's beautiful. And now today was 11 and 2 central time. But, um, I mean, just the fact that there's action all year round, especially with the World Cup coming next November and, you know, still all the major club club play that's going to come in the fall into the spring. I've, I've really enjoyed getting in soccer and watching matches and learning the players and learning the sport. I've My knowledge has gone from about zero to about, you know, maybe even like 20%. And then if, if, if the most knowledge in the world is like – on the roof. Um, I'm not even close there yet, but it, it's been really fun and I'm, I'm enjoying it. And I think that the market's great. I think the people are great. I've met so many nice people through the soccer card market and uh, the international base is really awesome too. Bowman Sapphire analysis, grade count, short print numbers. Nate, um, would we say that it's, short print like numbers for the PSA pop report or BGS pop report, whatever you're looking at, just because the lack of either one people grading the cards or two that they're all sitting at PSA. Or do you actually think that the sets rare, like a, let's say a 2019 Sapphire with Adley Rushman. I think the set's probably rare. Um, You got to remember that these boxes only have what five packs in them, four cards in a pack. You know, it's unlikely you get, a number of good rookies in each pack. So like if you had like Adley Rutschman and uh, so the same year as Riley Green, right? You, yeah. It's unlikely that you get both those guys in the same pack. Um, so I think the print run's probably way worse than uh, your regular Bowman draft. That being said, I, th- I just, I'm not a big fan. And this is just coming from my heart apart here. Uh, I don't like the look of Bowman Chrome draft Sapphire or Bowman Sapphire. I love Topps Chrome Sapphire. I think it looks amazing year in and year out. I don't know what it is about Bowman Sapphire, but it just looks kind of cheesy to me and kind of forced. Um, and so for that reason, I never actually like look into this stuff and I never, I'm never even like concerned about this stuff. If somebody gave me the option to buy like a Garrett Mitchell Bowman Sapphire card, it had better be well under comps for me to consider buying it. Otherwise I, I would not pull the trigger. Wow. I, I do feel like that was a little forced too. You know, you, you already had the Bowman Sapphire, you already had the Top Shroom Sapphire, and then you had Bowman Draft Sapphire. Um, this is not a Sapphire card here. But if I were to buy one Wander Franco card, I think I'd be buying this. I, I loved these things when they came out. It's the Atomics from the Bowman set. This card is heavily short printed and rare for a non-numbered card. If you're buying non-numbered because you don't want to, you know, overextend and get a blue out of 150 or a refractor out of 499. I don't know if we have a most recent updated price on this thing because um, they are rare and, and auctions don't pop up all that often. But I want to see if like maybe any buy it now has occurred to this recently. But I'd be interested and intrigued to see the difference between this and let's say the refractor out 499 PSA 10. So there was a buy it now actually that occurred June 21st today for 1450. Nate, this card or the refractor out 499 PSA 10, it's virtually the same price. The refractor. Serial numbered wins for you? Yeah. Even if this looks better? Correct. I wonder what the pop report is on that. That'd be interesting to see. Um, okay, so I think that was time for us to move on from the baseball discussions. I want to Wait, wait, wait. We gotta cover this uh question. Oh, go here. ahead. There is a two dollar super chat. Oh, miss that. Go ahead. Yeah, you did. Where do you think Noelvi ends the, the year on lists? So we're talking Noelvi Marte here, Seattle Seahawks, Seattle Seahawks, Seattle Mariners, uh, shortstop prospect. Um, so just taking a brief glance through Fangraphs top 100, right? There is about 14, 15 guys that I could see graduating off the top 100 prospect list in the top 25 alone. Um, and then there's another. You know, couple guys beyond that that I could see graduating: Jazz Chisholm, for one; Sixto Sanchez, Nick Madrigal, Logan Gilbert, Trevor Larnach, Michael Kopech, Casey Mize. Um, there's probably a good like twenty guys. He's at forty-four right now. There's a good twenty guys that'll probably graduate off that list. So if he keeps this up, you know, bare minimum, bare minimum for him 
is going to be 24th. But if he keeps this up, I'm pretty sure he's going to go higher. I don't know if I'm ready to say top 10 yet, just because that's, um, you know, it's just so tough to do. I, I, I do think it could happen, but I think he's probably a top 15 guy by the end of the year. Nice. Okay. Uh, not to keep on with the baseball because I know some people probably want some basketball discussion here, but here is the Jason Dominguez, the Jason Dominguez Sapphire PSA 10, which is hovering right now at $615 down $205 in the last three months. Adley Rushman Sapphire PSA 10 just closed at 250 yesterday on eBay. Nate, two Adleys and 100 bucks are Jason Dominguez. Oh. So essentially, you're asking me proven player, but on the Orioles. Or the potentially way, way, way better player, even though Adley Russian is amazing. Jason Dominguez is like the talent potential is obscene. <laughs> um, and the Yankees is what you're asking me. Yes. And, and two, uh, two versus one, too. And also $100 of that, too. Normally, I don't like taking risks, but I find it impossibly hard to pass up uh, Jason Dominguez and the like, there's not many opportunities for you to buy a card for how much is that? $615. $615 and think it could turn into two plus grand. Like, there's no chance that Ailey Rushman turns into two plus grand card, but or even a thousand dollar card, more than likely. But Jason Dominguez, because of his hype and his team, there is huge potential for his cards all over the place. Right. Of course, there's also drastic, drastic, drastic downside. Sure. Good point. What's up, Tom? Doing well. How about yourself? And uh, what's up, CL Kraken? Welcome to the chat. Dwayne, Wander makes it into top Sapphire this year, question mark? Uh, probably not, right, Nate? I mean, the Chrome list is made off of the first two um, flagship. Well, well it, would be, it would be Top's Chrome update Sapphire. Yeah, but then it's stupid. Uh, another question would be, is he going to be in the Top's update set? As someone asked me that. Someone asked that earlier, and we forgot to address it. Yeah, so somebody asked me that when the when the cutoff day was, and I just don't know. They had heard early June, and I always assumed it was like the All Star break. Um, yeah, because all the trades that they try to get in there too, right? Don't they yeah. try to like pop a lot of trades in there? And so I don't really have. I just assumed it was an All Star break because they have All Star cards, home run derby cards, and stuff like that in there. And if they can make a Vlad Guerrero Jr. home run derby card, they can make a Wander Franco card to put in Tops Update. Yeah, it's another uh, thing to think about, though. Remember Jordan Alvarez in 2019? I think he debuted in uh, middle of June also. And well, well, here's the thing. There's going to be guys that come up after this that they can hold for top series one. I doubt. I doubt they want. Um, I doubt they want Ops Update to be as bad as it was last year. Yeah, And the one way you can save that is by making sure Wander Franco is in Topps Update because then you're guaranteed that every single box that hits the shelf will be off the shelf. Yeah. Guaranteed. Point. What are your thoughts on kind of an Acuna thing that they did where it was short print in Series 2 and then Rookie and Topps Update? However, it'd short be very... Short print Update and Rookie and Topps Series 1? That'd be very weird. That would, that, would, that would mess with too many people because it'd be a different year. Yeah. I agree. I was just bringing up the the theory behind it, but it'd be really, really odd to see that. Yeah, I think. And then you get those guys that are like, "It's not a rookie. It's not a rookie." <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I think my heart of heart says they call they do tops update because they're going to want to sell that because last year's tops update was so bad. Yeah, and they're you know they're going to have Julio Rodriguez and Adley Rushman and guys like that in Series One next year. They're going to be able to sell Series One. It's yep. going to be, can they sell Tops Update? And the one guaranteed way they can sell it is putting Wander in it. Yeah, I'm sure they'll make any concessions they need to make to get him in there. Okay, I'm I'm pivoting us right now into basketball. Devin Booker, like that man was unreal. <laughs> unreal yesterday. I don't know if anyone watched the Clippers Suns game, but he was like scored 16 straight points, I think, in the third quarter at one point. And if you look at his last week, for his 2015 prison base PSA 10, 615, it was $750. Jumped up to 925 here. Yesterday there was 16 buy it now. It was maybe even 17, I think. And it is just insane. Y'all can see that sales chart just yesterday alone. People were buying this car up like crazy. If we look at the last three months, 
It's kind of getting back to where it was, I guess, if you look back in March. So it jumped over $900 again. There was a sale for $1,550, which there's buy outs for way lower than that. So I'm not including that in SlabStacks Pro for that reason. There were so, there's so many buy outs available for less than $1,550. Um, it's an outlier. Was it real? Was it paid for? Was it not? I won't know that. And who knows what it is, but it, there's no doubt it's an outlier. So not included here because it would drastically skew how people would perceive the card and then view how they see the thousand dollar buy it now as an ebay and maybe run and buy every single one so we don't want that you know obviously if if the majority of the buy now is available like you know a thousand dollars or so but the point being is that booker is here and booker cards are back in a big way especially as prism silver check this out over the last week for his silver psa 10 so this thing was down at 5300 has risen now to $59.95. There's an auction ending tonight on eBay as well that we're tracking. Um, it was at 6K though before that in May, and it's kind of getting right back up to that value. It's like from six months from now, is all is all the way over eight, almost at 8K in, in December. So it's not quite back up to where it was in December yet. But this auction tonight ending in three hours um, could play a big difference. And we click view listing on eBay, it'll actually show us this this listing right now. And this thing's at 5,500. So, you know, only a couple hundred dollars to get to that buy it now value from yesterday. And basically, the point here is that Booker is, I, I am actually like, not, I'm not shocked what's happening because I love Booker for a while. I know he's an amazing scorer, but his three point shooting has been way better than I was expecting considering he's never really like a high percentage three point shooter. So, very, very big moves for Devin Booker cards in the last day. Not surprised though. Michael Brown, Stephen A. Smith called Booker the next Kobe Bean Bryant. Legit or should we pump the brakes here? This is a good topic to talk about because I just saw some uh, back and forth on Twitter. I saw some people saying, like, don't disrespect Kobe like that and stuff. But I think that there's no disrespecting Kobe in that statement. I think it's all just respect towards Devin Booker and how he's, you know, modeled his game literally after Kobe. And I don't think there's any claim saying that Devin Booker is going to be better than Kobe Bryant or that Devin Booker is going to win more finals than Kobe Bryant or he's going to score more points than Kobe Bryant. I think that the point here is that he's the closest thing to Kobe Bryant that we've seen since Kobe in terms of how he plays basketball, how he scores a basketball and how he goes about his business. And I love Devin Booker and I agree with that statement and I'm a huge Kobe fan and I don't think there's any disrespect towards Kobe at all in that. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to go the opposite way from you for the sake of, uh, for the sake of uh, counter arguments. Sure. Um, I would pump the brakes just because look, we all know Kev, uh, Devin Booker is amazing, right? But this was one game. He's been good all playoffs, and he's been good in his career. But we're talking one game. And these talking heads on ESPN and all this place, they like to just say what they need to in the moment it's hot to get clicks and views and shares. And, um, I mean – at least let the dude get to like 28, yeah, you know, 29 and see what he's doing before we're like, yeah, he's the next Kobe Bryant. But also think about like, you know, how Kobe and Shaq teamed up when Kobe was so young and Shaq's already been in the league since 92 and everything like opposite here for Booker. Booker was the first one in Aiton and Bridges and all those guys came after. So it's hard to compare like, you know, Kobe's first six seasons and the championships and everything to, to Booker's because it's not like he walked into the team where there was already a player that was better than him. Booker or Tatum closest to Kobe? I'd say Booker. I mean, Tatum's a super nice scorer and stuff, but I think Booker reminds me more of Kobe. Booker has more help. Let's pump the brakes a little bit. Michael is a bona fide – maybe Mitchell is a bona fide superstar. Booker has more to prove. Uh, Donovan Mitchell is awesome. I love Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> Here's How about this, Nate? What statement was more crazy from Stephen A. Smith? Mitchell being the best jazz player ever through this playoff run, he said that, or or Booker being the closest thing to Kobe we've seen. I'm going to go with the Mitchell thing. As much as I love Donovan Mitchell, him and Booker are actually two of my favorite non-Bucks players in the NBA. And, man, Carl Malone and John Stockton are all-time greats. It's like... True. But at least Donovan Mitchell doesn't have uh get his, his name in the news for other reasons yeah. than basketball. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're comparing Donovan Mitchell to two Hall of Famers, right? That's I mean, that's 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 absurd. It'd be like you saying, um, 
Christian Yelich is the next is the greatest Brewers player ever, and there's Robin Yao that exists, right? Yeah, even though Nate, where would you rank Yelich's MVP season, or even the year after when he got hurt in all time Brewers seasons ever? One and two, S- exactly. So similar thing, right there, right? Being two, one being his runner-up MVP season, two being his MVP season, which is ridiculous to think that he couldn't grab the MVP. Do you think it was just because of the broken knee that kept on the last two weeks? Yep. Which is so unfortunate. So unfortunate. Let's look at Booker because this is something to talk about here. We know that Booker just balled out in the fine or in the playoffs. We know that the Jazz got eliminated by the Clippers after being up 2-0 and blowing a 25-point lead. But we also understand that people are buying Dominic Mitchell's cards like crazy. In the last week, since they got eliminated, it went from 1,820. And the last sale we have was from yesterday, two sales that averaged to 1,312. That's a drop, regardless of how good people think he is or how good he'll be next year. This is very indicative to what might happen to Booker if, let's say, the Clippers come back against the Suns or the Bucks, and not the Hawks beat the beat the Suns in the finals. Um, just be mindful of when cards go up in value fast because of performance in, in, in moments like this. They can drop just as fast as we can see two auctions, one for 14, one for 12.25 uh, yesterday on eBay. So I keep track of that and just, just be – be mindful because we could be looking at this Booker chart in two weeks, and we could see that nine twenty five go right back down to you know seven fifty. Especially if Chris Paul doesn't get back anytime soon. <laughs> My gosh, Michael Brown is literally the goat. Thank you, Nate. Here's ten dollars. I want to clear the air and say Nate wasn't persuaded with his answer by money. Well, Aaron and Michael, uh, one thank you for that. Michael, is that ten dollars from me? I think he said, thank you, Nate. Here's $10. I don't think that was for slab socks. I think that was for me. Um, so, Aaron, I'll be expecting a PayPal after this. Um, but uh, I have heard, there is a rumor on the streets. I have heard this, that literally all 132 people in this YouTube live stream are, in fact, our friends. And that um, they just pepper us with questions about our own cards so that we can answer them and then make money. And let me tell you, I wish I had this Devin Booker card or that Wander Franco Bowman Chrome <laughs> refractor number to 499 or that Vlad Guerrero Jr. refractor number to 499. Turns out I'm poor and I can't afford $7,000 cards. So I guess it's foolish of me to talk about them because I'm supposed to be pumping them up, not, <laughs> you know. But thank you to all 134 of our friends that are in here right now. I do appreciate you all joining for real though. Thank you so much. It's been actually a very fun live stream. And let me transition this into saying if anyone does have, you know, questions on the market, any players or anything, let's just talk about it. So drop a comment and all that stuff and uh, we'll get to it. You know, here we go. This is actually a good one. <laughs> Should have brought this up, right? Ben Simmons <laughs> from Dennis, oh. Ben Simmons. Woo. <laughs> Imagine saw him not take a dunk yesterday on Trey Young. Imagine not trading Ben Simmons for James Harden and then watching Ben Simmons pass up and completely open layup slash dunk to pass it to, was that Thibel? Yeah, it was. (laughs) Look at that three-month chart here on Ben Simmons. That is $180 right now, $400 three months ago. Six months ago, we're looking at, 375 and it peaked at 500. Remember going to the season? I don't have the the, the the data on it right now, but people were going nuts over his cards when they saw him make a three-point in an open gym. Do you remember that, Nate? Uh, that was that was this past summer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, everyone was going nuts. I'm sure prison Did you see PSA the video 10. of him shooting warm-up shots and missing a ton of warm-up shots the other day on Twitter? No, I missed that. I mean, it's just, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing what teams like the 76ers and the Celtics have done to me, not done to me. That was a misplaced modifier, but what they've done, it's amazing to me what they have done there. That's the correct English. Um, in that the Celtics gathered all of those picks, right? So many first round picks. And instead of trading them and turning them into, you know, stars, they ended up trading a first round pick away to get rid of Kemba Walker and they ended up with a bunch of Grant Williams-type players. 
right? Which is just depressing if you are. If they got Jalen Brown and they have Jason Tatum, yes. But it's depressing if you had if you counted how many first round picks they've used on guys that are just not going to be stars. When you could have taken three, four of those and turned them into one extra star to put with Brown and Tatum. And then you have the 76ers on the other side, where for years you could tell that Simmons and Embiid weren't going to work well together. And then they gave Simmons a huge contract and now are unable to move him for anything of value compared to what they could have gotten. You know, they're not getting CJ McCollum anymore for Ben Simmons. That's not going to happen. Um, at least I'd highly doubt it. And so you're just watching two of the Bucks' biggest competitors just blow it left and right. And it is beautiful. The amount of times that the Celtics had to reset their roster in the past, like six years or even four years, I, I should, sorry, I should say like three to four years has been pretty crazy. I mean, clearly Tatum and Brown have been there all through that. But, like, the amount of other players that came through and came out of that door is so many. They just can't get the right combo going. And it's nice to see the Bucks, other than, obviously, Drew Holiday getting stuck into the lineup this year. Um, you know, they've had a similar structure between Giannis and Chris. You know, they're top two dogs now since 2013, 2014, you know. And Giannis obviously coming out of the scene harder in 2015. But still pretty crazy. Um. How- Oh. I was going to address this right here from Randy Bordeaux. Thank you so much for that $5. Appreciate it. Help with comps on 2021 Tops Tier 1. Mike Trout, triple patch auto, one of one. Looking to move at the National. Okay, I pulled up a comp here. So let's look at this at this card that's sold. Now, this isn't the exact same card as yours, obviously. It's yours as a triple patch. This, can you see that, Nate? Is the patch this? the bullet looking thing? So this is a player used pen. A player used pen, Mike Trout Auto from Tier 1 this year. I imagine this card is extremely thick. Out of Tier 1 right there, the 2021 Tier 1, sold for 1613 Now, player used pen is interesting. I mean, it's unique to Tops Tier 1, I know. And to think about, like, oh, the card that he might have signed all the other Tier 1 autos with is in this card is pretty cool. To know that he touched it is actually pretty cool because usually it's, like, player-worn jersey. and Right. But my, my thoughts is, Nate, this card or triple patch auto one of one? Not that you would just prefer as like an oddity or something because of the pen, which is cool, but that you actually think is going to carry more value. I think the triple patch. I, I, w- I was, I was feeling the same. I think the pen's too weird for. I think a lot of the, these. This type of card is definitely for your, ex, you know, your extreme collector, right? right? Not, not the pen card. The triple patch card is for your like extreme collector, and I feel like the pen card is for somebody that has some money and just wants a cool looking Mike Trout card. Right. So then I went and I looked up other one of one patch autos on eBay of uh, Mike Trout. This one's over 2000 on May 7th for 2020 Sterling seasons, 2016. Um, I'd imagine that this is around the value. I mean, Sterling is a really nice set. I know probably a little bit more high in the tops tier one, but I'd say between like 1500 and 2000, depending on how sick the patches are. Like if it's like this from definitive um, more, but it, it just kind of depends. But clearly, you have a nice card. And uh, while I'm looking at this right now, Nate, can you un- believe that Franco PSA 10 is only two grand less than this? That's insane. That's such a nice card. That is insane. 8K for the one of one logo. Honestly, like, there's, there's, there's a lot of 8K cards that are of guys that are way, way, way more. Remember when somebody paid like, what was it? Twenty one thousand, fourteen thousand. Was it fourteen thousand for a um, for a? Uh, why can't I think of the Tigers' first base prospect? Spencer Torkelson. Spencer Torkelson, orange. Remember yeah, when they like, spent fourteen like thousand on that? It's like eleven k. I way rather I'd have that. Much Trout. rather have this Mike Trout in three thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. That now this is interesting. Uh, Randy says that uh, his his is a sticker auto, which does definitely hurt the value. Um. And I that's surprising. A tier one, one of one of Mike Trout patch auto, they put a sticker auto on it. That is that is interesting to me. Um also this is this is fair. People have their own choices. They don't have to get the vax or they, they can. I shouldn't have I shouldn't have lumped him and Malone into the same into the same pool there. Oh, I thought we were talking about Malone only there. Yeah. Um what are your thoughts on Carl Anthony Towns? 
man, he's one of he's then probably my third, you know, one of my favorite non-Buck players. I say that a lot, a lot here in this podcast of Booker and Mitchell, but I've been a Cat fan since he was a rookie. And if he's on a different team, get ready for his cards to skyrocket. How many times have we seen a player go from non-contender that they're just carrying the stat load for the team, goes to contender, and their cards skyrocket? Nate, what's the one from last year that you can think of that last year's his first year with the team? Basketball? Yeah. Oh, Anthony Davis. Yep, exactly. So Anthony Davis goes from the Pelicans, made the playoffs like what once or twice, maybe with twice probably at the Pelicans. Uh Cat made the playoffs once with the Timberwolves. I know that they're not like the exact same player, but like Cat's definitely a better shooter than Anthony Davis, but Anthony Davis probably a better post scorer than Cat. Um and defender. And defender. Great point. Significantly. Yeah, no, I I was just talking offense there. Sorry. Uh, but I would imagine not the exact same thing would happen because he's not going to go to the Lakers and join LeBron, but he might go somewhere that could, you know, go from a seven seed to a four seed or something like that. And, and I he'll think go, could, he'll go join uh, dude, Damian, Damian Lillard. Imagine him joining Damian Lillard or Luka Doncic. He's like way better than Przingis. If he went and joined Luka. Oh my gosh. If they, if, can... if they traded Chris stops and three firsts and the right to swap three firsts, um, for uh, Cat, one, I think I have to do that if I'm the Timberwolves because you're just not winning with him. Um, two, you get a player back that you could try to get fans into the stands to watch in Kristaps, even though he stinks. Um, and three, imagine Cat with Luca, Dude, Woo. Woo. My, my thoughts here are, man, the last silver PSA 10 of Cat sold yesterday on June 20th for 865 if he joins Luca, that's going to two thousand. That was pretty hot take, but not that gonna was, lie. That was, I mean, that was a that was a very hot take. But but think about it. Just think about the difference between sitting on the Timberwolves, not contending at all, has no other. And okay, also, yeah. and also, let's 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 be fair. How many people outside of Minnesota care about Minnesota sports, or even pay attention, or know that they're on? Right. I mean, everyone's tuning into the Mavericks game seven versus the Clippers versus if the T Wolves in a random series, you know, to see Luca play. Yeah. Um, and I, I guess I, I don't, I've, I have no idea the feasibility of actually training Cat to the Mavs. I was just thinking about the scenario. Oh, yeah. I don't, I didn't know. I don't know their pick situation. Um, that's unfortunate. That would, that would be sick, though. Be cool. If the Thunder hey. trade Shea to anyone, literally anyone else, his cards will rise. Well, I can't see the Thunder trading Shea as he's probably going to be the centerpiece of their team along with whatever other. Well, somebody suggested Ben Simmons and picks for Shea, which oh. seems seems on. I mean, I would I guess I wouldn't hate that for the Thunder and that you get again a player you can kind of build around and also more picks but eventually you get to a point where you just don't need picks yeah the picks just eventually you have to take those picks and trade for that like third star or something like that's what you need to do so i at that point i'd rather have shay because i like him better um here's a good one buying the dip on eloy jimenez yes a purple aaron a purple top scrum sapphire psa 10 just went for fifteen hundred dollars oh that's right that's right that was an insane card. I saw that in the email. Fifteen hundred bucks. I sold my before the season started. Before Vlad was MVP, Vlad Guerrero Jr. I sold a BGS ten top scrum sapphire for seventeen fifty. And this purple Eloy goes for, you know, number to ten PSA ten goes for uh, fifteen hundred. Like that's an amazing, amazing deal. I would definitely, definitely buy the dip. I am. I have not looked at Eloy prices in a while. And I'm not talking buying Topps Chrome PSA 10s, but if you can find foil boards, if you can find, you know, colored chrome, if you can find Topps Chrome Sapphires and you can get them for like 200 bucks or something, I would 100% do that. Nate, so we're looking at the Topps Chrome Refractor PSA 10 of Eloy here, peaked around $212 on March 15th. It looks like we do have this little month gap here, but recently we have been updating the sales and it looks like that's up to, or it's down to 125 now. So that's you know almost a fifty percent drop from the from the price in March after the injury. What's the read on something like this for someone that doesn't have you know five hundred dollars to go buy a foil board or purple sapphire? Like, is it is it worth taking a hundred bucks and throwing at an Eloy you know refractor type of card? PSA um, I mean, part of that is you know ha- is the non serial numbered cards dropping in price. 
Right. Right. Along with injury. But I think I would wait for it to drop a little bit more. I think it probably will. He's not going to come back for months. Um, and if you can get it for around 100, maybe a little less, I would do it. If not, if you had 500, instead of buying like five of these, I would rather try to go find a purple. Um, yeah. You know, something like that and buying that instead. Or if you have to go non-numbered, go Tops Chrome Sapphire. Yep, and it looks like we got Brett here that said he got Orange Wave Auto. Oh, Orange Wave, Orange Wave, maybe not Auto, and Blue Wave yeah. Auto for less than one K total. That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, and oh yeah, sorry, Randy dropped another comment. Been watching the vlogs and got some soccer PSA ten select signatures Pulisic on card auto PSA ten. That's a great card. Fun fact: that is the first soccer card I ever bought in my life. Nate and I were living together two and a half years ago or whatever. And I uh, bought a Pulisic on card, the 2017 select auto, I think for 50 bucks way back when. So fun fact, first soccer card I ever bought. It's the one you just got Randy, but mine was not a PSA 10. Um, the second question is Lou Bob a buy now too, or wait until the injury news update. So him, Nick Madrigal, and obviously Eloy all injured, all potentially out for the year, all likely not out for the year. They're probably all going to come back in like August or something. Well, uh, Magical is probably out for the year. But the other two might come back in August. Um, and so you have, I'm sure they're going to, if they do, in fact, come back in August, I'm sure there's going to be a little bit of hype before they start coming back in the end of July. So I think you can still wait a little bit into the start of July before you start buying. But I do think, you know, uh, Lou Bob did not get to pow his power, but he was hitting the ball well, despite not hitting for power. Um, I don't think that's going to continue, not the hitting the ball well, but the lack of power. So I think there's a huge buying opportunity, especially if you're a White Sox fan, to buy Lou Bob and buy Eloy and make some pretty good money off of it. I know if I start selling some cards, I will look into Eloy. You just have to be willing to hold that card through the winter because there is a chance that he doesn't come back and uh, you're not selling that anytime soon. All right. We got like a minute left here, but you guys ever expect base cards to go on another price run retesting a peak? No, I don't. There's so many PSA grades that are coming back. And we talked about this months and months back when we did our six month forecast and my big, you know, market prediction on the downswing was that so many PSA submissions will come back that these high population cards are just going to suffer poorly because of how much supply is coming to the market. There's just no way around it. People are getting submissions back. They want to recoup their grading costs, recoup the card costs, and they're just going to sell them. I mean, when there's a card that you can replace by going to eBay, ComC, you know, Starstock, whatever you want to go on to and buy it, it's just not that card that you want to keep once you get your submission back. And I can't see it get back. What I can see is that a very budget-friendly floor is going to be created for PSA nines and PSA tens of good rookie cards that people who don't have, you know, thousands of dollars to spend on sports cards, they can actually get into the market and do okay with. And I think that's what, what's going to be good um, is that there will be, there will be room for people to get on budget level when it comes to investing in PSA slabs versus before there was no room. Um, August of last year, no room January this year, no room. And now there will be. Nate, I went. I gotta take this because Tom. Tom put this in a couple times. Is Timo Werner any good or a name in soccer? Oh, Tom, uh, I would implore you to look up some Timo Werner uh, miss kicks this year because he, while he was a nice player, uh, he played for Leipzig, and he came over to Chelsea in the Premier League. He struggled very poorly towards the end of the year, missed many shots he had um, that should have converted goals. He was offsides many times. And not to say he can't get better and he can't figure it out. It might be a move to another club. It might be going back to the Bundesliga. Um, he is on the German national team, although he comes off the bench now. I wouldn't say that he'd be the, the best guy to to get involved with when it comes to soccer. Would you say he's the Ben Simmons of uh, soccer? Right now, I 100% say that he's the Ben Simmons of soccer. And I watched a lot of Chelsea matches this year. And he was it, it was it was pretty much equivalent to Ben Simmons not taking that dunk, him, him whiffing on some of those kicks. Or shots, I should say. What's up, Oscar? Maybe. Right. Wait, what? What foot does he kick with? I don't know. I don't remember. Right maybe, foot. I think. Maybe he's actually left-footed. Might be. Like, maybe like Ben Simmons is actually right-handed. <laughs> that is fact, isn't that? It, it is. That is funny. Have you all talked about eBay's new return policy? So eBay went from thirty days to three days on sports card items that they're going to start July 29th. It's right around the national. 
And I believe that it does say on the email that I received for items not as described. So yet to be seen what's going to happen if someone tries to force a return after three days, if they claim that it was damaged or whatever, and if it wasn't damaged at all. So I think that like, while in theory, it could work out very well. Um, it also could not if those types of returns can just get started and you switch the reason why it was returned, right? So we'll have to wait and see. I mean, we, we don't know right now. All right. Is that it for today? I think that's it for today. Okay, everyone. Thank you so much for joining the Slab Stocks live stream today. Please, please, if you have not yet, go to slabstocks.com and go to the Slab Stocks Pro tab at the very top, right? When you click slabstocks.com, hit the Slab Stocks Pro tab, put in your email, you will get an invite to the platform that we're using all show today. And thank you all for coming. I really appreciate it. It's a great show. Got to talk about a lot of different cards going up, down uh, in the industry and, and different things. So. It was a fun time. And uh, that Tia 206 guy, thanks for coming. In. I saw you say uh, what's up at the very beginning. Forgot to say what's up though. Back. <laughs> Nate, thanks for joining. See you guys. See you everyone.